Welcome to the November 2016 podcast for the Journal of Parenteral and Enteral Nutrition. My name is Kelly Tappenden, Editor-in-Chief of JPEN and the Kraft Foods Human Nutrition Endowed Professor at the University of Illinois at Urbana. Today we'll be discussing a paper in the November 2016 issue of JPEN entitled Randomized Clinical Trial. Impact of Oral Administration of Saccharomyces boulardii on Gene Expression of Intestinal Cytokines in Patients Undergoing Colonic Resection. And we have with us Dr. Isabel Correa, who is Professor of Surgery at the University Hospital in Belo Horizonte. Welcome, Dr. Correa. Nice talking to you. Congratulations on your new work. You know, the microbiota and probiotics are such a hot topic in nutrition and medicine now, and we're just starting to scratch the surface. So tell us how you were inspired to do this work. What was your interest? Okay, in fact, being a surgeon, I know that many of the infection complications uh, that happen post surgical have to do with the intestine because many times if a patient has a pneumonia or any other infection anywhere, you go after that infection there and you can't really find why it is there. So nowadays with all the studies that have been performed, we know that the intestine is probably the very important location where these surgical infection started. So knowing that and also being too fond of probiotics, I do believe that they are they have an important role in the prevention and treatment of certain diseases, we decided to move on and study where they could impact. And not only by collecting the number this is to say the incidence of complications, but to know by which mechanisms these specific probiotics, which in fact is not really a probiotic in terms of classification, but it, it acts as a probiotic, the Saccharomyces boulardii acts as a probiotic and it has been studied as so, we then decided to move on and see how this probiotic would impact in the colonic mucosa of these patients. Some of our listeners will not appreciate that Saccharomyces boulardii is actually a yeast rather than bacteria, as you just alluded to. So you were using this yeast as a probiotic in patients undergoing colonic resection. Tell us why you chose Saccharomyces boulardii, and then next, tell us your experimental design. How did you approach okay. this? What was your hypothesis? As I mentioned, it's not by definition a probiotic, although it has been used as a probiotic and it has properties that are conferred to probiotics. So Saccharomyces is a yeast. It has been widely studied as a prevention probiotic as well as a treatment probiotic. Very, very few data on the clinical impact in the surgical setting as the one we chose. But because I did my primary study with Saccharomyces was in an experimental model of bacterial translocation a few years ago, about two, three years ago, we, in, in that experiment, we gave the animals for a whole week before inducing uh, IV ligation 
So intestinal obstruction, we provided these animals with this probiotic. And what we saw compared to the control group is that the group of animals receiving saccharomyces had decreased translocation. The permeability was also decreased in these animals. And we showed that some pathways, specifically inflammatory pathways, were the ones that were impacted by the provision of the probiotic. So that's why we decided to move on to a clinical setting. In this clinical setting, what we uh, decided as a method was exactly to provide for a whole week before surgery to provide the probiotic to the treatment group and compare to a conventional treated group um, in which the patients received Nothing, no placebo, nothing, just the conventional treatment. And then these patients underwent the operation, and right after they had their colon removed, we harvested a piece of their intestine to exactly study the expression of the inflammatory response to the provision of saccharomyces. Okay, very good. So that sets us up for the experimental design. You used saccharomyces boulardii prophylactically rather than a treatment, which I didn't realize I first read the title of the paper. So it was really seeing if use prior to surgery could stimulate the immune system and reduce any morbidity or mortality length of stay post-surgery in the colonic resection patients, correct? Exactly. Perfect. Tell us about your results. What did you learn? In terms of complications, we did not see a significant decrease of complications. But then I have to say that our study was not powered to assess uh, complication rate. Uh, in fact, the, the study was initially powered to exactly assess the expression of intestinal cytokines, and that's why the sample size was determined as it was, this is to say, we ended up with 15 patients in one arm and 18 in another arm. So this is not a good enough sample size to determine complications. We did see a tendency to decrease number of complications. In terms of length of hospital stay, it was exactly the same for both groups. What we did see was that the expression of mucosa IL-1 beta, IL-10, IL-23A were absolutely different and in the case lower in the patients who received the saccharomyces compared to the control group in which the patients just underwent the common surgical procedure. Yeah, it's interesting that you saw such statistically significant effects across the whole profile of cytokines that you looked at, particularly even you know those inflammatory ones, TNF-alpha, yeah. IL-1 beta. There's some differences here that I wouldn't have expected with seven days of a probiotic or yeast following intestinal resection. You know, I'm surprised that that didn't overwhelm the effect of the probiotic. And, you know, your length of hospital stay clearly wasn't different, but when you look at the post-operative complications, the infections, there is a real numeric difference, despite it not being statistically significant. 38.8% of patients developed infections in your control group, whereas only 13.5% 
3% of your patients developed infections in your probiotic group. Do you plan to power a further study to look at that? would love to, but uh, right now, and I have to say that, it's a reality we are facing nowadays in this country. We had in mind increasing the number of patients, and actually we had in mind to include in the next study just those patients undergoing surgery by the laparoscopic excess. Although these wouldn't make such a big difference because we harvest the mucosa right in the beginning of the operation, so the the trauma, the stress induced by the surgical procedure is not really a potential bias. But as I was saying, unfortunately, due to our economical crisis in this country, we haven't gotten any extra money for research. So this project is kind of, it has been halted for a while because Saccharomyces is rather expensive and more than the Saccharomyces, the necessary kits to undergo the cytokine profile, etc., are extremely expensive in the country. So right now, although we would love to keep on pursuing, including more patients, to see the clinical benefit according to an adequate sample size so that we could see a statistical difference, Unfortunately, we won't be able to redo or repeat or move on with the study. That's too bad. Certainly, the reagents used for assessing cytokine profiles are very expensive in the U.S. here also. Did you do a power analysis to see how many patients you would need to have? For the clinical study as this, targeting uh, complications, we would need at least around 50 patients in each arm considering wow, okay. the losses, etc. So it would be at least a 100 study, 50 per arm, which you say, well, it's not much, but when you consider everything that is involved, it becomes rather important. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Crea, one of the things that I find quite frustrating with the probiotic literature is that many individuals look at a probiotic as a probiotic. Like one kind of probiotic will address all sorts of issues rather than looking at the literature and seeing quite clearly that one probiotic is very different than another. Are you aware yeah. of data such as these? that are available to show a similar effect for something other than Saccharomyces boulariae? Well, as you said, it's absolutely true that different probiotics have different roles in different pathological status. In surgery, specifically colon cancer surgery, but in other types of operation, mainly post-transplant, either as a preventive probiotic or as a treatment probiotic, there have been studies coming from a group in Germany uh, in which they have shown the advantages of providing lacto and bifido, none with saccharomyces per se. I think ours, to my knowledge, was probably the first one using these yeast in surgical patients. Okay, now what about a prebiotic? Could we achieve similar effects by having patients consume a prebiotic for a certain amount of time, like we know we all should be doing, to yeah. help foster the microbiota naturally occurring in those individuals and fortify that commensal community prior to surgery, rather than introducing a foreign species like you have here? 
I know. It, it's very challenging and at the same time very much a situation that would compel us to use a prebiotic and have as an outcome uh, similar results to those with probiotics. Even with prebiotics, I think there is also a difference in terms of the different ones that we have here out in the market. So although it's compelling, to my knowledge, in surgical patients, we really do not have uh, these results. But as stated, I think this is promising and I think there is a huge area to be uh, investigated in terms of these, call them nutrients. So as a last thought, Dr. Kriya, you are a renowned expert in the area of clinical nutrition. What advice would you give new clinicians based on the information that you have learned? Being primarily a clinician, a surgeon, but who mostly works with patients, all my research, even those that I undertook with mice or rats, they always targeted, in the very end, the patient. And specifically, surgeons. Surgeons overall are always concerned about the surgical technique, very little about the metabolic and the immunological inflammatory preparation of the patient per se. And I think that nowadays we have achieved a level of extremely advanced surgical techniques, and what I perceive is that if we want to improve the overall clinical outcome, we surgeons must definitely dedicate more time to these metabolic, immunological, inflammatory responses which are there to protect the patients against any trauma, but that so far we have dedicated rather little research compared to the advances in techniques and devices, et cetera, et cetera. What I foresee is that we definitely need more studies, but as a surgeon myself, I would have no problems indicating the use of probiotics, which in fact I have done. I have started to prepare patients in terms of uh, these three issues we've mentioned, metabolism, immune, and inflammatory response, by providing them with the Saccharomyces. Saccharomyces, okay. Very good. As a surgeon, we hope you will continue to lead the way with increasing the breadth of the focus and the research that's done there beyond the surgical technique. For our listeners today, please go and find additional details of Dr. Correa's paper in the November 2016 issue of JPEN. Dr. Correa, thank you very much for joining us today. More than welcome. My pleasure.